Welcome to the Get Over Divorce podcast, where you'll learn to get your power back, hold healthy boundaries, and become the confident, successful single woman who can find real lasting love yet. Divorce sucks, but the rest of your life doesn't have to. Let's create a life you love. I'm your host, relationship coach, Julie Danielson. Let's do this. Hello, Tribe Sisters. Welcome to the podcast. And for you tribe dudes out there, I have noticed you. There are about a 10% male listenership on my podcast. Blows my mind. So I love it. Love that there are guys out there that want to know a little bit more about what you women are thinking. So I think this topic has been on my mind for a long time, but we need to understand where this chronic problem of self-loathing comes from. And what I mean by self-loathing is truly the lack of self-love. There are so many people out there that are just simply not liking themselves. And I honestly feel that our society is deficient of people that truly do love themselves and embody self-love. Today, I'm going to peel back the layers of why self-loathing reigns and what you can do about it. I also want to point out that we all tend to blame events in our lives or circumstances in our lives and even our parents for why we are the way we are today. But the truth is, only children have that excuse. Now that we're all grown-ass adults, it is beyond time that we take matters into our own hands. And somebody put it this way, and I'm going to steal it. I don't even know where I got it from. But basically, fucked up kids have an excuse. Fucked up adults don't. Right? If you are a grown-ass adult, it is time for you to take your life into your own hands. And if you don't know how to fix it yourself, then you know how to get the help that you need in order to heal it. And honestly, either way, you're going to spend time, money, and effort in order to overcome this. You may as well be doing it as efficiently as possible. Because you don't want to spend the next 20 years on the same problem just waiting for time to heal you. Because time doesn't heal you. Only you can heal you. And you're going to need to apply some money and some effort in order to get the healing that you want. So let's dive in to why this self-loathing is so prevalent in our society right now. And I truly believe that it comes from childhood. Many people are raised by parents that are constantly putting them down, minimalizing them, trying to push them into being little adults instead of actually children. I feel like children are often told to be quiet, to be seen and not heard. I've witnessed our society raising generations of men that don't know how to express any feelings other than anger, right? They were told as they were children, don't cry, boys don't cry, or stop being a sissy whenever they were expressing emotion. And honestly, anger became the one emotion that is safe for men to express. 
It's like the one manly emotion. And now we have generations of women who live their life in service of their children, their husband, to the point that not only do they work full time, but when they get home at night, they have another full time job of taking care of everything at home. Women take care of 80% of all child rearing and household chores. These women are dealing with massive mental overload and they don't get a break. Now, self-loathing happens because people are living a life that is not in alignment or congruent with what they really desire for themselves. And let's face it, we've become a society that is not living our true values. Some people are out there not living in accordance to their morals, and that leaves them feeling cheap or shitty or less than. And even if they were to change their bad behaviors for more moral ones, they still feel the guilt and shame about their past so much that they don't feel worthy of love, respect, or the attention that they truly desire in their life. When people don't like themselves, they tend to accept being treated badly by others. The problem with this is once you allow someone to disrespect you without offering up any big consequences, they're just going to keep doing it again. You become their emotional doormat. And I like to say, you are teaching the universe how you're willing to be treated by what you tolerate in your life. And let's face it, if your husband was coming home late every single night and you caught him cheating several times, there were a million red flags that came far before that that were probably overlooked. And I'm not teaching you this so you can look at your past relationships in a helpless way. Those relationships that are in the past are your greatest teacher. You must learn from them. No one gets to live a charmed life and get it all perfect the first time around and never have any hardships or struggles. But when it comes to relationships, being a grown-ass adult means you can learn from the lessons that you're meant to learn from them so that you can get it right the next time, so you can continue to do better. So when you turn someone away for a second date because he drank six beers at dinner, (laughs) you're showing the universe what you are not willing to tolerate. Not only that, you gain self-respect each time you stand up for yourself, each time you take that kind of positive action that is showing yourself that you have your own back. These are the steps to creating self-love. And it truly is about treating yourself the way you wish to be treated. Liking yourself and building self-respect starts with turning down all the things that are not being respectful towards you. Now, this means you might even lose a few friends in the process. Even break up with someone because it doesn't feel good or in alignment or like love to be with them, right? 
And seriously, we all need to only surround ourselves with people that help us feel good about ourselves and lift us up. What if you only hung out with people that were your biggest cheerleaders? It would be life-changing. Now, this doesn't mean we dump on all of our family members because they might not be super supportive of you, but it might mean that you need to create some really strong boundaries around those people that live in a pity party, right? All those people that live in a permanent pity party are just energy vampires waiting to suck the life out of you. So have boundaries and limit your time with those people. Now, even if they're your friends, you seriously need to consider getting new friends because these ones are not going to elevate your life. No one has to tolerate disrespect in their life. For the women I work with, they almost all have really strong careers, a great education, but they ended up in a marriage that just chipped away at their very soul. They lost themselves in their marriage. They don't know who they are, what they like, and what they want out of life. Even though they know they want love again one day, They are so afraid that they will end up losing themselves again. So I'm here to assure you, you all can have amazing, true, committed love. But you need to do the work on yourself to build that self-respect, that self-trust, and that self-love so that your standard is high and you can love yourself enough to say no to the wrong person even if it hurts. Because if you don't, you will suffer for years with the wrong guy rather than just a few weeks of grieving him, right? And I love to tell people that if you want a man that is strong, healthy, whole, and self-secure, then you need to bring it. Like attracts like. You need to be all of those qualities that you are seeking in another person. I love seeing women finally realize their self-worth. They suddenly have the ability to say with confidence that they love themselves. And I remember when just saying the word self-love made me cringe. Ugh, I was like, no, I don't have that. But I knew I needed it, and I went about it the hard way by learning that you don't get it from someone else. The only way to get it is from building it within you. By taking actions every day that bring you more self-respect. You're not going to get it from working on the outside. You're not going to get it from a new diet and a new exercise plan and losing 30 pounds and getting hair extensions and a boob job. Those things are outside factors, your physical factors. That is not going to give you the self-confidence and self-love. You think it will, but it won't. There's lots of beautiful women out there that struggle with self-love, and they don't have it either. Taking actions to create self-love and self-respect means saying no to the guy that got way too handsy on the first date. It means saying no to your teenager because it's in their best interest and you're looking out for them and you're not going to be their doormat. It means holding firm to what you really want 
because you really do deserve it. It is so time to stop having a shitty relationship with yourself. It is time to stop breaking all the promises that you make to yourself. And in order to do this, you need to be willing to do some really hard things. Like saying no when you want to say no. Holding boundaries even when you want to cave. Breaking up with someone because you don't feel the love and the appreciation that you really want to feel. Stop putting other people's feelings above your own because your feelings matter. You need to put yourself first because nobody else will. You are responsible for your life. You are responsible for getting all of your wants, needs, and desires met. And you get them by doing what is hard and by delaying gratification. Because right now in the moment, doing what is easy is going to add up to a lot of self-loathing later. Doing what is easy and fun might be getting on Tinder and hooking up so you can just feel a warm body next to yours, right? But it won't feel good tomorrow. It might feel good to eat a giant piece of chocolate cake. But if you're on a diet and you're trying to lose weight, it's not going to feel good later, right? It's going to set you back. You reach your goals by delaying gratification. Because doing what is easy is not necessarily what's best for you in the long run. Now, your divorce that you're healing from is actually a blessing. Because it is an invitation from your future self to get it right this time. You have the ability to create a life you love. But it's exactly that. It's something you create. You don't get to just sit back and let life happen for you and get the life you love. That is not going to happen. Life doesn't happen that way. Right? You have to create it. If you were to take a back seat and let life just happen, then somebody else is going to create it for you. And that's going to be a huge mistake because they're going to create your life in the way that they want it, not the way that you want it. Don't let someone else get in the driver's seat of your life. Don't let them control your outcomes and what you end up having. You get to control your outcomes. You just have to decide it. If you want an amazing relationship with a man that loves, cherishes, and respects you, you have to be willing to say no to all of the ones that come before him. You have to have faith that he exists and that you will find him. If you want that dream career with a title, you have to be willing to do the work to qualify for it. And then you have to be willing to apply over and over and over again until you get it. What if you weren't meant to get it until you applied the 10th time? Only you gave up on the 9th. You need to be willing to do whatever it takes and keep going because you will eventually get it. So stop tolerating the things that you don't want, especially when it comes to yourself. You have this opportunity to become the best version of you possible. Don't you want it to be a version of you that you like and you're proud of? You can have that. 
Trust me. I did not like myself or was proud of myself 15 years ago when I was sitting on the washer and dryer smoking cigarettes and drinking a magnum of wine after I put my kids to bed. (laughs) Did not love myself at all. But I do now. And I am proof that you can turn this around. You get to do it. And it doesn't mean you have to do it alone. I had a coach. As a matter of fact, I almost always have a coach in my life now. I'm always working with a coach. If it's something I need to work on with myself or my business, there is a coach for that. And it is the fastest way of getting the results that you're looking for. Life coaching is a key or a portal of transformation, okay? And if you don't like yourself right now, you can change that. You will always attract people to you in your life that treat you the way that you treat yourself. So if you wanna be treated like a queen and be well-liked by amazing people that you surround yourself with, then you need to treat yourself like you deserve it. It starts right there with treating yourself the way you deserve to be treated. So for so many women, their first step towards creating a life they love was to invest in coaching. It really is powerful. It teaches you how to manage your mind, your thoughts, your behaviors, so that you can be aligned with the version of you that you imagine you can be. And if you haven't booked a call with me yet, I encourage you. I have openings on my calendar right now for a divorce breakthrough session where we will uncover your blocks and find out if I am a fit to help you overcome whatever struggles that you're having so that you can create a life you love. Head on over to juliedanielson.me forward slash application and let's take that step towards your next amazing chapter in life. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening and thanks for being here. Bye. Hey ladies, are you in my free Facebook group yet? It's called Thriving Community, Women Helping Women Through Divorce. You can search for it with that name in the search bar on Facebook or just click the link in the show notes. You'll be prompted to fill out a few short questions to get in, but on the inside, there are weekly live streams with me where you can interact with me directly and ask me questions. I'll see you there.